That's you. You're doing. No, oh, you do. Wait. It isn't me? Oh, I thought you were doing it. Yeah, no, it's you. Black Bolt 2. Yeah, Black Bolt 2. <laughs> Is yeah, it? Black Bolt 2, dude. Oh, I did crap. Shoot. I. Uh, hi. Hi, everybody. Oh, my God. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where uh, we go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe and talk about the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name's Perry. Hi. I'm with me this week. Uh, the opposite of silent. You did, it's you did a good job. Boy, I did all that on the fly. I'm really sorry. <laughs> this is <coughs> not a good week for me to be reading all this uh, because this cough has been absolutely horrible. Uh, but dear listener, I hope you have been well. Uh, a combination uh, are, of good. How, how have you been? And just real sleepy. Just so sleepy all the time. Yeah. Sleepy time. Indeed. Um. So. This week's episode, or today's episode, someday I am going to get that right. I've only been doing this for like a couple months, folks. Uh, we are talking about the leader of the uh, Inhumans himself, Monsieur Black Bolt. Uh, I, I, I think it's a little redundant to ask you the question, Art, what do you know about Black Bolt? Because it's pretty ubiquitous at this point people knowing who uh, Black Bolt is, but I'll I'll say this. What is one piece of trivia about Black Bolt that you have that you either want more people to know about or Uh, you think most people uh, do not know? In his kingdom? Yeah. They're called the Alpha Primitives. Uh, oh really? No. Well, that's fun. No, no, uh, I was hoping I for something. People to, like, I was hoping for something Black like Bolt because yeah. he's a king. Uh, first off, Lord. and second off, uh, he has a slave cast, and people just don't talk about that. And apparently, you know, like they have a caste system. Boy, isn't that fun? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> remember when comics thing. used to be fun and there was slavery Here, involved? Here's the other thing. Nobody clipped. Uh, nobody clipped that. I don't know. He 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 used a sign language. Uh, that's. <laughs> I mean. I guess that's something. Also, I, I'll know he married his cousin. What's wrong with that? Because again, What's it's a, I, I don't have good facts about Black Bolt. They're mostly <laughs> bad because I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's mostly terrible. Yeah, but he did he did marry his cousin. And that's just kind of how the royalty is. Anyway. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> Ugh. I just don't. Anyway, uh, first appearance of Mr. Black Bolt himself, which, uh, by the way, uh, I feel like we should not ignore uh, before we go too far into this. His full name. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, is Blackagar Boltagon. It's I, I don't know who fumbled the ball here, but what an absolutely atrocious name. And it, it has like stan lee alliteration See, written okay. all over here's the it. thing but i don't just, I remember when it was that wasn't established for a while right uh, let's see we can we can look this up god damn i suck so hard at typing oh here we go black bolt 2 hmm when did that issue come out 
No, no, no. It's definitely more. It's definitely beforehand. Because this very first issue came out in 1965. Uh, <coughs> uh, let me look. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I'm looking up a whole, like, a whole article, which they're not saying it. Uh, <laughs> in the beginning, obviously. So, oh, Ohatmu. Yeah, so Ohatmu didn't have no. the name. Oh, it looks like the very first time that he was ever named Blackagar Boltagon was in the official handbook <gasps> of the Marvel I Universe Expanded one. Edition. It does show it. Okay, the original one didn't, but the uh, 89 one had it. In the in the 80s. By the way, by... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, by, by the way, the, if you want to know interesting. Um, no, 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 how it's much fine. stuff is just made up by the handbook people, it's a decent amount. They get, like... Because, they, like, they're... They're the ones that like, well, like mm. we literally have no, I believe that nothing in the comics for this, but they are required to like <clears> put <throat> certain things down. Like you should know Black Black Bolt's real name. Yeah, it's not Black Bolt, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's eighty nine <laughs> update. Black so basically eighty nine. Incredible. Anyway, yeah. So it took uh, a solid twenty four years. Uh, for them to give, in any capacity, Black Bolt uh, a, a, a secret identity, if you wanted to call it that. Uh, but the first official appearance of Black Bolt was in Fantastic Four number 45, uh, and the cover date was December 1st, 1965. Uh, and uh, it, it's, uh, it's a Fantastic Four cover, all right. Oh, sorry, it's called Among yeah. Us Hide, um, the Inhumans. But this is, I mean, this looks like a pretty big yeah. issue because um, we're getting well, a bunch of first appearances. I mean, of, uh, not Black Bolt, but, well, Black Bolt and the, the rest of the royal family is kind of a big deal to the Marvel the Universe, even though I don't really care about <laughs> them. It is a big deal. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it's like, oh, oh, oh I don't like the LATs that much. Well, it's, I mean, they also show up and mean things. Uh, so, you know, it's just I um, would sound like a bigot in the Marvel yeah. Universe. So, you know, it's all good. I don't want to allow notifications. Anyway, sorry. Art, what do you think about this cover? I think it looks like an early Fantastic Four cover. Um, uh, yeah. Like, and, but I know it's like 45. Like, you know, it's a couple years in and everything. Or like four years in, basically. But, um, I, you know, it's, it's a Fantastic Four cover. Like, it's not the best. It's not the worst. Like... It shows what's happening in the story, which is they get attacked by the. They have a misunderstanding fight with the man. Yeah, it, it's so. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. I think. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, details of Black Garbolt himself. Uh, no, no, aliases other than Black Bolt. No dual identity. Technically, uh, Black Bolt is a shortened form of his full name, and he seldom appears unmasked. Uh, occupation is Monarch of the Inhumans, and he is an Attilan. Adelan? Uh, I say Attilan, uh, but I think it's like uh, Adelanian or uh, something like that. Place of birth, Island of Adelan. Attilan. See, now I don't know. In the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, known relatives... L- rel- known relatives, Medusa Lith Boltagon. Medusa, uh, who is his wife slash cousin. Yay. Uh, Ahura, his son, Aegon, father deceased. Rinda, mother, also deceased. Maximus, brother. Gorgon, Karnak, Triton, cousins. 
uh, Cristalia Maximoff, Crystal, uh, who is a sister-in-law slash cousin, Pietro Maximoff, Quicksilver, uh, who is a uh, former brother-in-law, marriage annulled, and Luna Maximoff, his niece, uh, extensive extended family as well. Uh, group affiliation, of course, the Inhuman Royal Family, formerly the Illuminati. Education, Royal Tutors of Atalan. Atil- I, see, I'm going to be doing this the entire episode. I'm really sorry. Just uh, choose on one. Just, just choose one now. I'm gonna choose. Matter. I'm gonna choose Adeline because it just seems to come out of it. It seems to come out easier. So, Royal Tutors of Adeline was his uh, education. Because they were saying like Adelanian, Adelites. You know. Nope, that's too uh, close to sat- uh, Adelites. Oh, never mind. Um. Uh, so, Black Bolt was born to the long hidden Inhuman race uh, in their secluded community of Adeline. And Black Agar Boltagon is the son of two prominent inhuman geneticists, Aegon, head of the ruling council of genetics, and Renda, the director of the prenatal care center. Uh, and while many inhumans are subjected to the mutagenic Terrigen mists, uh, Black Agar was exposed in utero, resulting in greater than normal abilities. As an infant, he could not control his energy manipulation abilities. And he threw a simple temper tantrum while being studied in a lab and nearly destroyed Adeline with the destructive sonic energy of his vocal cords. Found in the rubble of the collapsed lab, Black Bolt had survived by uh, shielding himself with a high-density electron force field. For the protection of all Inhumans, Black Bolt was placed inside a soundproof chamber and given an energy harnessing suit while he was taught to control his abilities. Which... Released at age 19... Just being like a child, like, I mean, you know, this children just like to scream randomly, mostly because I think they're awake and they know what they're mm-hmm. supposed to do. Um, we, the adults, mm-hmm. are the ones that are uh, not screaming enough, yeah. but they'll just scream. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, and I understand most of the time, you know, it's a regulation of emotions. Sometimes you need to scream to get something out. Yeah. But like, you can't do that. I get as, it. You can do I that totally get it. You destroy stuff. He has about that. How do you can't scream. Come on. Yeah. He said, and he said he's going to tear you apart with a single scream. And you said, what mouth? And his mouth was gone. Well, no, no, he remember? has a mouth, but he can't scream. Remember? Yeah, but yeah. you remember. Yeah, he, you he know, does a thing. A movie. Does, I don't remember that. Whatever. Okay. Multiverse uh, of Madness. Like, it was a great movie. Everybody loved uh, it. Come on. There, there's, some, there's some blood libel elements to it. Uh, so he was released at the age of 19, and he was reunited with his cousins and his brother Maximus, who immediately attacked him. In, hope, uh, in hopes to force Black Bolt to speak and prove he was unworthy of being king. Uh, with the aid of Black Bolt's cousins, Maximus was knocked unconscious, and Black Bolt proved himself worthy of his future title. So, shortly after rejoining his family, Bla- uh, Black Bolt learned of Maximus's treacherous alliance with the Kree, uh, whose prehistoric experiments had created the Inhuman Race, and Black Bolt used his forbidden power to stop the escaping Kree ship, which crashed into a, uh, the Parliament building, killing several members of the Genetics Council, uh, including Black Bolt's parents. Uh, despite his guilt, Black Bolt was obligated to become the Inhumans' monarch, and fearful humans later captured uh, Black Bolt's fish-like cousin Triton, who escaped and reported that the humans were violent and uncivilized. Realizing the Inhumans' island home of Adeline uh, could be in danger if discovered, Black Bolt decided to move Adeline and its people to the Himalayan mountains. Soon after, Maximus said 
his uh, psycho or used rather his psycho power to control three alpha primitives, the Inhumans worker class, uh, subjecting them to the Terrigen mists to transform them into energy beings, collectively called Tricon. Mm. Uh, the Tricon then uh, controlled the remaining Alpha Primitives and helped Maximus kidnapped, uh, kidnap excuse me, numerous Inhumans as hostages, all to blackmail Black Bolt. 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 That's really hard to say back and forth. Blackmail uh, Into giving Maximus. <laughs> Blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> Blackagon, Maragon, <laughs> Blackagon, Boltagon. <laughs> uh, the tongue twister nobody asked for. Uh, after several years, Black Bolt was reunited with Medusa and initially battled the heroic Fantastic Four, who ultimately helped Black Bolt defeat Maximus and reclaim his crown. While exploring the outside world, the royal family again met with the Fantastic Four, helping them rescue Mr. Fantastic uh, from the negative zone. And while traveling in Wakanda, Black Bolt met uh, King T'Challa, who was also the Black Panther, and helped him defeat the villainous Sandman and Psycho Man. Uh, and when the monstrous Hulk uh, wandered near Adeline and battled the Inhumans, Black Bolt fought the Hulk briefly before offering his hand in friendship as fellow outcasts of humanity. Black Bolt repeatedly clashed with Maximus, who tricked the royal family into believing the Fantastic Four had attacked Adeline, then manipulated the Silver Surfer and the Inhumans I, against uh, I think we're going to talk about this later, but uh, th- I, uh, I think the last time Black Bolt fought the mm. Hulk, it did not go well for him. That uh, seems counterintuitive, but... By him, okay. I mean Black Bolt. Yes. Yeah. Like, in a moment yeah. that I thought was, like, actually pretty badass. Uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. Uh, I like the Hulk. Hulk is good. Mm. I know, okay, I know the whole, like, big guy smashing thing. Like, there's still... There's something about how you do it with, like, Hulk that is different. I don't know why. Like, if it was, like, a different character, I wouldn't be like, wow, that's cool. But, like, the Hulk yeah. does it for yeah. me. You know? <clears throat> does it. Anyway. Uh, where am I? So Black Bolt repeatedly clashed with Maximus, who tricked the royal family into believing the Fantastic Four had attacked Adeline, uh, then man- manipulated the Silver Surfer and the Inhumans against each other, using his mental powers to erase Black Bolt's memories. When Black Bolt was in the outside world, Maximus took control of Adeline while the royal family searched for their king. Believing Black Bolt was a mutant, the mutant criminal, mag- mutant criminal Magneto. More like Man, the mutant just go the, the mutant liberationist we don't guy. we don't talk about the mutant uh, liberation <laughs> front here. we don't talk about the liberation <laughs> front anyway magneto kidnapped the royal family to force the inhumans into his war with humanity uh as magneto tried to sap black bolt's will the other inhumans escaped and attacked black bolt okay hold on that sounds like magneto has this weird power where he just sucks the life out of a person but it's really just, I, I imagine that that's them trying not to use the word torture, right? It, de- it depends. Yeah, it's they're trying to say that, d- that sounds right, though. Yeah. But but the thing yeah. is, is uh, yeah. Magneto has never done a single wrong thing in his life. He's so like, never. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like, it's not torture because torture is Cripple bad. his best friend. Justified. Uh, to be fair, have Let you seen his, Xavier? Uh, though? I mean, he's he is trash. But still. I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, want, I don't say, want anybody like, to get. I don't want to say that you should cripple your friend because they're bad, but Xavier deserves it. I'm talking about stuff before he became like the person yeah, who yeah, got yeah, child yeah. soldier. Yeah. So yeah. you know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, 
<coughs> so Black Bolt regained his memories. Uh, he broke free and he bested the uh, he both he bested Magneto. Is how that sentence is supposed to be read. Uh, later, Black Bolt subdued the Hulk after some Inhumans had provoked a returning Bruce Banner. And realizing the near unstoppable, unstoppable Hulk would soon awaken, uh, Black Bolt sent him in a rocket into space, where he landed on the high evolutionary's counter Earth. Incredible. Uh, in the following months, Black Bolt and the other Inhumans faced such threats as the Negative Zone's Blast Star, Kree Agent's Shatterstar, and Maximus and his rogue Inhumans, uh, a civil war amongst the alien Stenth. And uh, another unwanted battle with the Hulk. Uh, this had to have been like 50 issues of comic books that they condensed into uh, like five semicolons. Okay. Here's, here's the thing with stuff. It's fine. Nobody it's fine cares. To do that. That's the uh, thing. Yeah. And, and that's that's what's so weird about uh, because like it feels like they are supposed to be as important to Marvel Comics as the X-Men as the avengers but genuinely everybody is like look the and and it could be even within the context of you know iron man's going like hey look black bolt and medusa are making a cameo right now in the middle of our civil war can you believe that captain america and he's like nah, i can't believe it I wonder whose side you know like it just it doesn't feel like they have any weight outside of just kind of being there and like their lore has weight because you know their their characters even within the past couple of decades who have been created based on their lore but it just is like what what are we doing with these characters that is warranting us dedicating at this point like a 30 minute episode of this podcast to them to so, one character on their team well, I mean, you know what well, i mean the reason why dear listener i'm i'm trying i'm trying to justify for you why we are doing well, this the reason why we're doing this episode uh is because i made a deal with myself and i can't break a promise to myself and mephisto uh, but um but really like um the thing about well the thing about like a lot of quote-unquote big important like groups of people, I w- I include like the Kree, Atlanteans, um, Inhumans, the Scrolls. I think live up a little bit more to their importance. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other people right now. Oh, the Internals. See, they're so boring. I forgot about them. Um, but like the thing so- that's they <laughs> like they don't live up to their importance, and that's why I don't care most of the time. Because whenever you put them into a story, it <coughs> does something that brings it down but bigger points but but there is part of that too like some of those characters that you mentioned have had significant stories within marvel comics that should make you care about them right so yeah exactly they don't what do you mean like the crease school the crease squirrel war no, it's is important, important but to, the thing is is it's but, that, but that's what i'm that's what i'm saying like, like it should be something of note for marvel comics readers right and so we we just get i i think what we wind up kind of looking at more so than we anticipate throughout this show is that there are more characters that don't matter than do and I, you know, I know that's the that's the crux. That is literally the intro of this podcast. The ones that we have, uh, the characters we have uh, loved, remember, whatever, forgotten as well. Um, and and I get that, but it's also like 
this is a big name character supposed to be a big name character where where is like the jeff johns of marvel comics in all of uh, this that would kind of be donny cates for the most part do you think yeah. no like his inhuman like his inhuman um death of the inhumans run oh my god am i remembering the right okay one? Mm, did donny cates do death of the inhumans uh let me see yes it was donny cates um Okay. okay, like Donny Cates, like when he gets a hold of a character, he does something with them that, like, generally, I don't know, it elevates it a little bit more. Re- resets um, their the thing status is, quo. Death of the Humans was like it was, he was killing off the world family, so you know, whatever. But, but yeah, um, right. Yeah. But like his run with Thanos and stuff. Um, Thanos wins. Um, oh yeah. Uh, oh, Cosmic gosh. Ghost. That's such a great storyline. Is really good. Um, his yeah. Thor run is like it's up there with Jason Aaron's. Um, his oh, uh, he did the something God Butcher with, run. Is that what you were talking about? Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the the one he just left to do Hulk. Which the Hulk one's a little weird, but also at the same time, like. It's still fun. Jason Aaron? No, no, no. Jason, no. Donny Cates. Yeah, about you Donny said, Cates. Uh, I, I was referencing oh, yeah, the Donny Jason Cates, Aaron. Yeah, no, well, no, God like it's like five year run on like Thor, just in general. Yeah, that's what I'm talking well, about. That, but when, that's just, that, that's just one year. He has like, you know, four more years. Okay, of, like, but that really was part. Stuff. You know what? I'm talking Never about mind. his entire I'm just run. trying to say that was part of it. I'm contextualizing. Well, yeah, let me break down here. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think Donny Cates, like when he does get a hold of a character, he does something with them. Like his damnation um, event and stuff that he did is really good. Like he does yeah. some really good stuff. Um, it's just like, I don't know. Well, okay. I think, I think um, Karen. Oh my God. I can't think of this name right now. The guy who did um, Agent of Asgard, the second run of no, the uh, the um, Young Avengers. Oh my God! Why can't the Young Loki? Um, the, Karen, the no, no, the author, the author, Karen, something. Al no, you, no, Karen, the the guy that wants to make everything gay but couldn't for is years. It, is it Karen Culkin? No. Is no, that no, his no. name? It's a different one. Of. Man, I can't remember names right now. Uh, Karen, uh, Karen, Karen Gillan. Gillan. Yes, Karen Gillan does really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Al, Al, so Al good, Ewing. Um, okay, here's the thing with Al Ewing. I really like Al Ewing stuff. It depends yeah. on the people he's you said, writing for me, honestly. You said a- Agent of Asgard. Did you mean Journey in no, Mystery? No, Agent of Asgard. I was talking, okay. yeah, but it turned into Agent of Asgard. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Sorry. Because yeah. yeah. Journey in the Mystery yeah. covers a lot, of, lot more stuff. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I think but yeah. but like we do have those. <laughs> we we finally we, we finally reconnected. Those, in the like I think Leah will. Like we do have those writers and stuff. But like there's so many more interesting characters. Like Karen Gillan, I think did a decent decent job at like making the Inhumans more inter not Inhumans. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the fact that I said Karen Culkin, who is the younger brother of yeah. Macaulay Culkin the yeah. actor which makes me absolutely want to throw my phone <laughs> um, through the window but like the apparently the <laughs> latest in humans run that karen gillens has done is pretty good i, I um, haven't, I read, haven't it. read it either it's really hard Honestly. for me to like want to read internal stuff uh willingly um yeah. but apparently it's yeah. really good like anyway. apparently it's like groundbreaking for them and like it's like a defining run but oh, wow. i really 
Oh my god, I don't want her. I, whatever. Um, but like you know, we do have those. We do have those people that can transform a character into like a big deal. It's just like, uh, and Donny Cates. Donny Cates mm. did the thing that uh, the first graphic novel did. Like first Marvel graphic novel did. Uh, killed off a boring character in a really interesting way. Ooh. <laughs> but okay. yeah, yeah. 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 But let, let's go. Sorry. Anyway, yes. Tangent for the episode. So. Once, once the uh, the Inhumans had kind of resettled, um, and after years of courtship, Black Bolt and Medusa were finally married. Despite Cree and Scroll uh, soldiers, Beldon and Rascor's ongoing struggle, threatening to ruin the wedding, uh, Medusa soon became pregnant, causing a great controversy. Uh, since Inhuman law forbade reproduction without careful genetic studies and. Approval by the genetics oh, council. Oh, do, 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 do I hear? Do I hear the there? early first act of Man of Steel by Zack Snyder? That's that's that, that's that's Klein just. Uh, I wonder why why the king uh why the king is doing a eugenics based uh caste system mm. there. Couldn't huh, tell you. That's interesting, tell right? You. No yeah. clue. Uh, I gotta find my point again. Uh, so the council immediately ordered the baby's destruction. That is a harsh way of phrasing that, uh, fearing the baby would inherit his father's destructive powers or his uncle's madness. And when Black Bolt stood by the council's decision, Medusa fled to earth to give birth to their son. Black Bolt came to earth and met his son for the first time, uh, in return to Adeline, Medusa and Black Bolt presented their son named Ahura to the genetics council. The council rescinded their death order, but promised to study. That sounds like they just saw the baby and they're like, oh, you took cute. You could do cute. It's almost baby. like the, the eugenicist so government was just like, oh, I have I yeah. have a I have a heart today. So I'm going to do one good act that every fascist is going to point out for the rest of time. OK, dear Jesus, please, please believe the fact that I've always been this good of a person. Please, God, please. Uh, <laughs> so they rescinded their death order, uh, but they promised to study the baby very carefully. Soon after, when the mutant conqueror Apocalypse uh, recruited several Inhumans into his Riders of the Storm, he took control of Adeline. Black Bolt and the remaining Inhumans teamed with the mutant superhero team, the X Factor, to defeat Apocalypse. Uh, when it was discovered that the Inhumans genetic council was corrupt. What? Attempting to brain... Oh, shock. <laughs> I'm so shocked. What a shocker. The- oh, my gosh. <sighs> the, 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 contra- the controversy, the, the, the councils, the, the different in- institutions. We just have to look into this so much. It's corrupt, right? The, the- Nobody knows until we've actually done the research. How dare you come out with an opinion before all the research has been done? Oh, my God. Goodness, how you have oh an opinion? God, I just dare can't, you. I can't. <laughs> Why so when it when okay. it was discovered that the Inhumans Genetics Council was corrupt, attempting to brainwash Ahura, uh, Black Bolt and the royal family defeated the council. They then rejected their royal status and moved to Earth. And when the artificial environment was changed in the blue area of the moon, uh, the Inhumans nearly suffocated. However, the Fantastic Four shrank the city and returned it to Earth, placing it on the recently risen land okay. of Atlantis you, with Black Bolt once want, again. Do you want to know a fun fact about why I was on the Blue Area of the Moon? 
Tell please, please, the real for the world love of God, tell reason? tell me about the blue. Okay, so whatever. So blue, blue spot the moon, moon, basically where the where the watcher lives. It basically it's habitable. Oh, so you that's know, where has, uh, where uh, modern day Nick Fury lives as well. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, because he is because he's not, the moon slave. Not anymore, technically, but oh yeah. really? When did that happen? It happened, I think. Oh man, it happened a couple of years ago, but we also haven't really seen him, so no one's really picked up on that storyline, as far as I know. Um, but oh. he's technically okay. not the unseen anymore. Um, oh. But here's the thing. So you know, okay. So I so, think okay, they should have so, left him in that so role. This, so, personally. Okay. So here, here's a tale of uh, two big writers at Marvel at the time. So there's two, there's two big books happening. Okay, the X Men and Fantastic Four. X-Men was written by Chris Claremont. Fantastic Four at the time was being written by John Byrne. John Byrne just really hated Chris Claremont, okay? <laughs> um, and the Blue Area of the Moon was, like, really important. It's, like, really important. Like, that's, like, like Dark Phoenix. Like, that's kind of, like, it's important, for like, for Phoenix right. reasons and stuff, okay? And they would occasionally return back to be like, hey, this is X-Men stuff. Um, he wrote, uh, he pretty, uh, like, so, so, okay, so you have that context, okay? John Byrne, who hated Chris Claremont, was just like, I'm gonna just put a whole city filled with people on here that aren't connected to the X-Men almost at all, um, on here just so you can't <laughs> use that as an important part of your X-Men lore for a while. Because, Oof. because it was, because Oof. it was Fantastic Four stuff, uh, so, like, um, right. You know, it'd be a little bit of a dick move to like unilaterally be like, "Hey, you can't well, have sure that it would here be. anymore." And guess what? Yeah. It, was it was because uh, you you think that it's a big community of creative, like-minded geniuses. No, well, no, no, you're not with wrong. John Byrne. Everybody hates no, each most other. Most of the time, it is not with John Byrne. Um, because well, like, fair enough. Because yeah. like you know, because like you know, you don't want to play with the other people's toys unless they're you know, not using them or you're working together. Um, so right. that's why, that's why Adelaide was on the blue ray of the moon hmm. because John Byrne <laughs> sucks. Uh, the more, you know, folks, anyway, black bolts fork shaped antenna was damaged in battle and could no longer help control his powers, driving him temporarily insane and causing him to attack his family and friends before he was finally subdued. Mr. Fantastic and uh, Franklin, Franklin Richards, also known as Psylord at this point, uh, repaired the damage, enabling a full recovery. Soon after Ahura was uh, placed in protect protective custody by the genetics council, uh, who had determined that he suffered from the same insanity as Maximus. Uh, Black Bolt and Medusa were forbidden to speak of their son from then on, and within uh, ancient ruins and artifacts still on Atlantis. I didn't say that right. And with ancient ruins and artifacts still on Atlantis, various governments began making claims to the land, and a large group of Portuguese mercenaries attacked Adeline's protective barriers. Not wishing anyone harm, Black Bolt devised a plan that ended with Atlantis back underwater, and Adeline <laughs> secretly moved once again to the Himalayas. 
And I'm just imagining like a two week period of the Atlanteans being like, life is great. We can finally just be above water. And then this one rando with a fork on his forehead is like, I think you're done here. And all of a sudden they've been sunk back down beneath the watery depths. I will. Okay. Here's the thing that's real fun about the Inhumans is like, they just like, they just move their entire population it seems like every like three weeks like they're like the military brats of like the ball of the universe like they can't just have <laughs> one play like for a while they're in um <laughs> where are you like, born in the uh, Hudson uh, Bay. where are you from well i was born on mercury and then uh we spent a couple of years in utah and then uh we had to go back out to, to the shiar empire uh, <laughs> yeah it just you know but so I really don't have any friends right now. I'm just trying to kind of, you know, plant some roots here in uh, in seventh grade. But, you know, if you know anybody that we could hook up anyway. <laughs> uh, but. So not wishing anyone harm, uh, Black Bolt devised. Did I say this? Yeah, I did. Uh, Adeline was soon removed uh, from Earth completely. Uh, by the Kree fanatic Ronan the Accuser, who transported it into space and placed Black Bolt and the Inhumans under his control in his war with the alien Shi'ar. However, Black Bolt soon led his people to freedom, and Black Bolt and the royal family returned to Earth, asking for sanctuary, but the United Nations would only allow them to resettle on the blue area of the moon. Uh, trying to foster better relationships with humanity, Black Bolt agreed to cultural exchange uh, to a cultural exchange initiative. Excuse me, uh, with the USA, sending a group of young Inhumans to Earth to study, socialize, and acclimate themselves with humanity, and bring what they learned back to Adeline. When a mass supervillain prison breakout occurred at the raft, uh, Black Bolt and the rest of the Illuminati asked iron man why he had not notified them uh this led to discussions regarding the supremely powerful sentry and a battle involving black bull and several of earth's heroes against the sentry's evil alter ego the void i uh, actually a really great such run, a great uh, comic in, in marvel it comics so uh, good. It, it just i i it's the sentry is unequivocally one of my favorite comic book like heroes. if you also not heroes if you also if you read that i think time. it's 2000 oh 2018 19 maybe century run it's a short it's a uh it's like a mini series but it's ba it's so good as well oh my god like most um because like i'm glad that marvel has miracle man again but basically century was like an attempt to do like miracle man oh, and i think they oh. succeeded for the most part Century 2018? I think so, yeah. 18, 19, I want to say. Bought. Yeah, it's, oh, it's five-issue miniseries. I didn't, I didn't realize. It's really the, good. Yeah, that was a gray area for me with, uh, with comic books. So, oh, man. I got, so mu I got so much to read now. Fantastic. Anyway. <laughs> so, at this point, Mr. Fantastic had the Illuminati gather the powerful Infinity Gems. Uh, with Black Bolt assigned to protect and hide the power gem. Black Bolt was later one of the Illuminati members who decided to send the Hulk to a distant, uninhabited planet to prevent his destructive rampages on Earth. 
the spacecraft was unexpectedly uh, redirected to the savage planet Sakaar, where the Hulk was uh, forced to become a gladiator. Did, any, uh, did anything bad happen from that? Couldn't tell you. I think that was a good Couldn't idea, tell you. Right? No, I feel like everybody was totally on board with it, and uh, uh, comic books have no impact in universe. Just one day, the Hulk was... Could you imagine, though, if, like... We we still were reading comic books in an era where it was like, oh, the Hulk got blasted off into space. And then a year later, it was like, oh, the Hulk's back. Where did he what happened? And he's like, I was in space for a little bit, kind of floating around trying to find myself. And now all of a sudden, Bruce Banner is also the Hulk. You know what I mean? Like, we're we're so far past that level of storytelling that. It it almost hurts even just to read a recap of like, yeah, he got uh, shot onto a planet where all of a sudden there was a big war and he had a baby and which the Hulk. I think Planet Hulk might be Greg Pak's like one of his best stories ever. Like Planet oh, Hulk for is sure. so oh, good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so good. I I like I like Greg Pak. I'm unapologetic about it as well. <laughs> yep. So well, he's the a spacecraft, I. Unexpectedly uh, redirected to Sakar. So, meanwhile, insane ex mutant Quicksilver uh, stole the Terrigan Mists from the Inhumans. I I guess he just had a real big net. I don't know to capture all that mist. No, what he what he did. I don't know. I don't know how that went. No, I think that sounds right. He literally just took a bunch of crystals in a bag like he ran real quick and then got it <laughs> like i think uh, like actually i think that mist because he technically lost his powers when he got the mist like it made him so fast oh. he could run through okay. time almost All right. yeah so it, uh, this uh indirectly caused the inhumans to fall uh into the hands of the u.s government and when uh they refused the inhumans demand for their return black bolt declared war on the united states Initially a cold war, this escalated when Inhumans caused the deaths of several civilians on Sakaar. Uh, the Hulk achieved contentment as the... <laughs> We're going to just revisit all this with uh, the Hulk. We're going to visit episode. a lot with the Hulk. I think the Hulk might be a whole month know. of episodes. Uh, I'm not joking. It might be a whole month of episodes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm going to try to summarize this best as I can. Uh, so the Hulk kind of he got became, happy. he became the new ruler. Uh, he got mad with the, his, I'm just going to read it. Never mind. Uh, so on Sakaar, the Hulk achieved contentment as the planet's new ruler until the spacecraft that brought him there blew up, causing mass destruction and apparently killing the Hulk's new wife and their unborn child. Uh, crazed with grief and rage and obsessed with vengeance, the Hulk declared all-out war on the heroes who had sent him into space. Choosing Black Bolt as the first to fall, the Hulk brutally beat him into submission, had him fitted with a Sakarian slave disc, and forced him to battle his fellow Illuminati. Oh, hey, by, the, by the way, hey, uh, Jordan, whenever you're listening to this, please put the image of, uh, of the Hulk saying, oh, you're going to whisper. I want to hear you scream. I'll be beating the snot out of them. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, you could, unless I don't want you. I'm going to now because I, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> 
So meanwhile, Maximus uh, from imprisonment uh, took advantage of the situation of the War of the Mists and asserted mental control over many Inhumans, including Medusa, and secured the release of both himself and Ahura from their confinements. Despite his mental, or excuse me, marital strife, uh, Black Bolt led attacks to retrieve the Mists on Earth, uh, then fought Terrigan-enhanced humans in Adelin, uh, an attack that led to Adelin's near destruction. Uh, and though the Mists were returned, Maximus with the Inhumans, except for Black Bolt and Luna in his thrall, ruled Adelin once again. A scroll was subsequently found to be impersonating Black Bolt. <sighs> Secret invasion. To be impersonating Black Bolt, though at what point the uh, substitution occurred is unrevealed, and this scroll assaulted and was apparently slain by the Illuminati. Uh, so, <clears throat> Black Bolt was, or is, six foot two, 210 pounds, uh, blue eyes, black hair. Black Bolt's Terrigan mutated physique surpasses the superhuman physique of typical Inhumans. His strength, lifting up to one ton, stamina, durability, and reflexes are all slightly superhuman, and his speed and agility are enhanced. An organic mechanism in his brain's speech center uh, produces an unknown particle that interacts with ambient electrons, enabling him to produce mentally controlled phenomena. Interesting. Uh, the most devastating of the effects is Black Bolt's quasi-sonic scream. Because his electron harnessing ability is linked to the speech center of his brain, any attempt to use his vocal cords triggers an uncontrollable disturbance of the particle-slash-electron interaction field. At full strength, <clears throat> his voice generates a shockwave equivalent to a nuclear weapons, uh, while a whisper can rock a battleship. The fork-like antenna worn upon his forehead helps Black Bolt control his powers. Uh, he can channel his powers inward to increase his strength, lifting up to 60 tons uh, and speed, and can focus it through his arms as concussive blasts. Uh, Black Bolt is capable of channeling all available energy into one devastating punch called his Master Blow. Uh, that was my nickname in high school, um, which renders him extremely vulnerable subsequently uh, by concentrating by concentrating his electrons into anti-electrons. Uh, he can fly at speeds up to 500 miles an hour for a period of six hours, protected by an anti-graviton field. Uh, Black Bolt can create a nearly impenetrable force uh, force field. Whew. Wow. Uh, by focusing his energy around himself and can use his electron abilities as extrasensory probes, highly sensitive to electromagnetic phenomena. He can also jam certain electromagnetic mechanisms. Uh, though exhausting, he can uh, create particles slash electron interaction fields uh, solid enough to be traversed upon. Uh, his immunity to disease is inferior to human immunity. Uh, could you have imagined if the Inhumans show actually took off and in 2020, all of a sudden, uh, Black Bolt caught COVID-19 and he died? <laughs> oh, man. Man, like that? I mean, okay, here's the thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's clobbering time. Okay. Oh. 
It is. <laughs> okay. I don't but, even know this. Se- uh, I don't think I know this well, segment. No, no, but it's, it's just me. Uh, I, I say here's the thing a lot. So, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. I wanted the. I kind of wanted Lockjaw to become more of a thing because, like, Lockjaw is the only mm. good thing about the Inhumans, really, for me, anyway. And Medusa. Mm. Medusa is good. But yeah. But, like, <sighs> they really, like,. They, well, they, well, they did the thing where like they technically have to do the show, but they right. don't have to make it good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it's yeah. yeah, it's a rights thing, much in the way that Roger Corman's Fantastic Four was, as well as um, well, fantastic, fa- uh, well, fan basically four stick, fan yeah. four stick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everybody gets it. Um, <laughs> look, this has been a very long episode. I'm gonna give you a pass. Come on, on give me one. Uh, I'm gonna get it wrong. You, oh, I'm gonna get it no, wrong. Okay, no, all right, wrong. all right. Get it wrong. Here we go. It's trivia time, uh, y'all. Hey, did you did, did you remember anything I just told you about? Blackagar Boltagon was the son of two prominent Inhuman geneticists, Aegon and Renda. Tell me one of their jobs either either or it could be Aegon's job or renda's job i don't remember which one but one of them was on the genetic council i remember that yeah all okay. right fine it was Aegon. golly all right uh folks if you have uh understood it up to this point uh art pays way more attention uh than anybody else who is opposite them on the microphone actually does i may just uh, remember a lot of stuff about Marvel stuff for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's completely fair. And you know what? You do you. <laughs> hey, you know what else you can do, though, is you can uh, support the show on Patreon. patreon.com slash alphabet flight. You can follow it on all social media channels as well at alphabet flight. There's also a Tumblr page. And also, if you want to check out all of the images that we have been talking about, uh, or referencing uh, with this podcast, you can find them on all of our social media channels. If you want to follow my other show as well as my personal stuff, you can head to at my bourbon pod or at pritter1792, respectively. Oh, uh, and you can just uh, have a real good time. Have you reviewed the show yet? When was the last time that somebody that listened to the show actually reviewed it on Apple Podcasts? You know what we should do? Because I mean, I'm well, when was the last time I told someone to do that? Maybe three years ago. (laughs) Here's the thing. You're not wrong because I went back recently and I looked at the most recent reviews and you know what? I've got to take care of that. So uh, my new uh, (laughs) my new responsibility is trying to get new reviews because this is a great podcast and you should be telling your friends about it and we should be further up in oh, the oh, rankings than we thing, are. Uh, I will be probably slicing in a trailer or something because I actually did a trailer for justice like lightning, but that is the Thunderbolts podcast. Um, yeah! uh, we are finally, as of right now, we're finally actually recording Thunderbolt stuff. Cause we covered, um, onslaught, uh, Ooh. first. So get context behind why Thunderbolts exist. Um, there you go it is really fun i like it a lot um i yeah i don't know i want people <laughs> let to me let to me it, I, guess. I will say this because art has taken the time to actually uh express 
any kind of emotion about a an artistic project that is outside of just putting out a, a podcast that seemingly is just an audiobook form of uh, the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. Uh, that should say something because you are here listening. You appreciate the content that we are making. And also, uh, it's just it's a good time. You should just just check out the things. There's some uh, HP Lovecraft uh, insanity. It's done. Um, We're done we, with that one. We finally. All right. So I, I <laughs> have to be what considered like a producer of a a B flight content at this point. Um, we have to at least once a year bring back creepy critters, uh, right? Sure. For the holiday, the holiday uh, sh- episode. Yeah. I'm going to say say it, though. I have lost all interest in that podcast, which makes it really hard for me to Fine. go back into Then I'm going to do it. Get more I'm going to do it. it. I'm going to have somebody <laughs> along with me talk about a real weird holiday monster because uh, it, it brings me joy, yeah. right? Because no, that's no, what no. you want yeah. Yeah, no, have joy. during the, uh, the holiday season. It just doesn't season. give me joy right now. Yeah. All right. So. Anyway, uh, we hope that this episode has brought you all joy, and we hope that you are guided by Conchu through all of your nightly travels, which means that we are out of here first and foremost, and we love you, and we will see you next, next time. Bye. Bye.